Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. MMA Fighting presents... Timeline, Miocic versus Nganu 2. October 8th, 2011. UFC 136, Edgar vs. Maynard 3, Houston, Texas. Stipe Miocic debuts in the UFC against Joey Beltran. Miocic wins by unanimous decision. After a quick knockout of the night performance in Nebraska over Philip DeFries, Miocic returns to face heavyweight prospect Shane Del Rosario. And they offered you Shane Del Rosario. He's making his UFC debut coming over from Strikeforce. How much did you know about him when you got the call? Oh, I knew he was. You know, I knew he was a, he's a good fighter in Strikeforce, great fighter in Strikeforce. And, uh, you know, when I, when I got the phone call, you know, didn't hesitate and took that fight. I asked him on Monday uh, if he knew you, what his reaction was when he got the call. He said he didn't know you. He had to Google you to find out about you. Does that surprise you? Yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still a little guy, you know, working my way up. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise you. Oh no, I'm, you know, I give one a couple more, and I'll, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, big names. Keep fighting, keep getting better, and keep winning. Miocic wins a TKO in the second round. You're such a humble fighter, you're such a humble guy. How do you remain humble now? You're an undefeated UFC heavyweight. You've won three and zero inside the octagon. Uh, you know, I have good coaches, you know, good teammates, good friends and family. You know, I just have good people around me. September 29, 2012. UFC on Fuel TV 5, Struve versus Miocic, Nottingham, England. After a 3-0 start in the UFC, Miocic is booked in his first main event against Stefan Struve. Miocic goes on to lose by second round TKO, but takes home fight of the night honors. June 15, 2013, UFC 161, Evans versus Henderson, Winnipeg, Canada. Miocic makes his return to the cage as the co-main event against Roy Nelson. You're coming off a loss, first loss of your career. How does that change, you know, the way fight week feels for you, your mindset, you know, how you approach this fight? I think I approach every fight the same. You know, you're going to win. You know, I, of course, last fight didn't go the way I wanted it to, but that's why I'm here and that's why I took the fight. You know, I don't know if you know about this, but there's some kind of behind-the-scenes drama of Roy Nelson going into this fight. Last fight on his UFC contract, if he wins, he obviously has a lot of momentum going into free agency. If he loses, all that momentum is gone. Do you like being that kind of spoiler? Do you like ruining those plans for him? I'm just worried about myself, that's all, you know. Did you even know about that situation? No. You know, him and Dana White have had their, their issues. A little bit about it, yeah, but I mean. I'd be kind of the hitman, take him out. <laughs> no, I'm worried about myself here. I gotta win that, we're going to win the final Saturday, so. Miocic defeats Nelson in a dominant unanimous decision. Was there any point in the fight where you thought maybe, you know, you're in trouble, you had to regroup, or did you feel like you were in control the entire 15 minutes? I felt like I was in control, you know? I was against the cage, I clinched him, he couldn't move me. So. Third round. Did you just want to get the win at that point? Because you were hearing some boos. Did that bother you? No, I was. I'm, I'm, I knew he was going to go for kill. You know, he was going to try to take my head off. You know, I was up two rounds and none. What would you do? I would sit there and play it smart. You know, I was still trying to hit him. I still, I think I fucking rocked him a couple times in that third round. But whatever. You know, I got the win. That's all I care about. You know. Biggest athletic achievement of your career tonight? Oh yeah, of course, man. You've had some big ones, but this is big. Come on, man. Co-main event, Winnipeg first time. Let's go. This is awesome. Don't get better than this. Miocic goes on to win his next two bouts in the UFC. In Chicago for UFC on Fox 10, Henderson versus Thompson against Gabriel Gonzaga by unanimous decision. And in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Miocic knocks out Fabio Maldonado in the main event at Tough Brazil. December 13, 2014, UFC on Fox 13, Dos Santos versus Miocic, Phoenix, Arizona. You know, I gotta say something to you here. You know, I've talked to you before, we've done interviews, Winnipeg, whatnot, and you don't seem to love doing media. 
and then I see you on Twitter, and you're like the most prolific Twitter tweeter out there. I mean, you're nonstop. I'm like, I'm like, was it Ricky Bobby? So it's like, what do I do with my hands? What do I, what do I do with these things? You know, I'm, I'm terrible at interviews. So I'm wondering, are you the one actually tweeting? I'm actually going to go out there and, and oh, yeah. call you out and wonder if you're the one tweeting. Of course, this is prolific stuff that you're doing. You're nonstop. It's, it's easy to write stuff. I just when I have a camera in my face, it's terrible. Like I get, if you, if you talk to my coaches, if I'm, I'm don't look at the camera. Just look right here. <laughs> you put me in the spot. No, man. No, I, uh, yeah, man. I just, I don't know. With cameras in my face, I have a hard time, and I'm like, uh, you know, and I get real, I get real shy. I don't know what it is. I just, I'm terrible at it. You see me on the news, when I go on the news, I'm terrible. Like I'm like, do you want to get better? I try. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've got. I've gotten better. I feel like the Twitter has really brought out your personality, though. I mean, you've really come. I'm trying. I have a good personality. I do. That's it's unbelievable. That's why I'm saying. I, 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 I want. I want to see more of it on camera because there. <laughs> there he is. That's the guy I'm talking about. In a fight of the night performance, Dos Santos wins a very close decision. The loss snaps Miocic's three-fight winning streak. Obviously, you disagree with the decision. Can you talk to us a little bit about about? What you thought of the scoring, obviously? Um, yeah, I, I mean, like Dana said, I slowed down a little bit, especially third, beginning of fourth, you know, um, the fact that I need more. And in the fourth, fifth rounds, you know, I mean, at least thought I won two of those rounds for sure. Maybe somewhat decently close, but apparently not. Um, like you say, don't let it go to the judges. And uh, you know what? He was a better man than that, and he got his hand raised, so nothing I can do about it. May 10th, 2015, UFC Fight Night 65, Miocic versus Hunt. Adelaide, Australia. Miocic headlines yet another UFC card, this time in South Australia against Mark Hunt. In what would be a historic night, Miocic lands a total of 361 strikes, the most of any fighter in UFC history. Miocic officially wins by TKO midway in the final round. December 19, 2015, UFC on Fox 17, Dos Anjos versus Cerrone. Orlando, Florida. Francis Ngannou makes his UFC debut against Luis Enrique. First fight of the night, ladies and gentlemen, live on UFC Fight Pass. Francis Ngannou versus Luis Enrique. Ngannou wins by knockout. You landed a big uppercut that put him down, finished him with one more shot. Did you? What did you see to set that punch up? Uh, I don't have to prepare anything in boss because I, I have good boss and I uh, I feel the thing when he comes. I know any moment to put anything I, I, I see very nice in boss that uh, I just prepare my fight since five, four months, Danny. And I know that something can be like this or like that. If he come like this, I do this. If be like this, I do this. But uh, just be careful. Just don't. Uh, I, I, I was uh, I, the, the main thing was to do not rush at, at, at any time. Just be uh, ready to to pull out what I've been training since four months. So uh, I don't need to set up some up some things new or or whatever. I, I can feel in the boxing. That's that's my thing. I can feel and know the good time. I have the timing for that. Uh, at UFC, it's. C'est comme nulle part ailleurs, c'est clair que euh, j'ai déjà fait d'autres compétitions ailleurs, mais ça n'a rien à y voir avec l'UFC. L'UFC reste le, le top des tops. À l'UFC, à autre level, j'ai fait un peu de travail depuis mois et j'ai travaillé dans une organisation autre organisation, mais c'est quelque chose d'énorme, c'est quelque chose next step pour même lui. Quand, même quand tu approches, Tu sens, tu sens que non, là, c'est pas pareil. I was pretty sure I would feel good in the in the work line, but uh, when I get in, I was nervous because there's something huge, there's something big. Francis Ngannou returns to the cage to face fellow heavyweight prospect Curtis Blades in Croatia the following April. Ngannou wins by TKO. January 2nd, 2016, UFC 195, Lawler versus Condit, Las Vegas, Nevada. Back on a win streak, Miocic is set to face former champion Andre Arlovsky in the pay-per-view co-main event. This is sort of a dream matchup for you because of his striking. I feel like you guys are kind of cut from the same cloth. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, dream. I don't know. I don't know anyone thinks anything's dream getting punched in the face, but uh, in general, uh, no. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great matchup between both of us. But uh, you know, I think I'm, uh, you know, a better striker, and I think I'm faster, and I have you know better cardio. So we'll, we'll see. You know, he's, he's gonna bring his A game too. So. Miocic quickly dispenses the Belarusian by knockout in under a minute of round one. The knockout earns Stipe an extra 50000 for performance of the night. Uh, I, I know you can't go be a different person, but have, have you made any kind of a decision that, that you want to try to be more outspoken? Was this? I guess. I don't know. I think I'm a funny guy. I mean, my friends think I'm funny. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm a fireman. I mean, you know, I like fighting. It's fun. May 14th, 2016. UFC 198, Verdun vs. Miocic, Curitiba, Brazil. After 10 fights in the UFC, going 8-2 and two, and on a two-fight win streak, Miocic gets his shot at gold against the champion. Miocic wins in what MMAfighting.com voted knockout of the year. Miocic becomes UFC heavyweight champion at 2 minutes and 47 seconds into round 1. Uh, you know, I didn't believe I, I carried the weight. You know, I was going to go out there and do my best job. You know, Fabrice is a, a super tough guy. He's a champion for a reason. Um, you know, actually tonight on ESPN for 30 for 30, they had Believeland. There was a, a documentary about how Cleveland sports did win on championships. So I just I knew I had to put an end to it. You know, I had to put the, stop the curse for us. And, uh, you know, it went well for me tonight. July 20th, 2016, UFC on Fox 20, home versus Shevchenko, Chicago, Illinois. Ngannou is set to face Bojan Mihailovic on his first main card in the UFC. Official weight, 259 for Mr. Ngannou. Ngano wins again by first round knockout. Um, you know, I I know just here for for the super, super fight. I need to I have some some goal, and my goal is not only one fight. My goal is um, the the belt, the the throne, and everyone they give me to fight. I get to fight it because maybe I'm supposed to fight all of them. Uh, I am here for for a long time. I'm not here just for two days or one week. <laughs> Thank you. He would follow up that victory with yet another dominant first round finish over Anthony Hamilton in Albany, New York. September 10th, 2016, UFC 203, Miocic versus Overeem, Cleveland, Ohio. The UFC comes to Cleveland for the first time, and their hometown fighting hero, Stevie Miocic, is matched up against Alistair Overeem to defend his title for the first time. After getting dropped and surviving a submission attempt, Miocic recovers and defeats Overeem by knockout four minutes and 27 seconds into the first. Thank God it's over. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, you had a lot harder than I thought. You know, he put me on my ass. Um, but, you know, I thought I was okay. You know, he put me down. You know, for a second, I was like, oh. But then I, you know, got me there for an hour, I got out of it, I felt fine, and then took over. Cuban people are crazy. That's why I live here. That's how we do it. We don't mess around. We wait till next week and then I go tailgate in the Browns game. You're going to see a lot more fights. I'm not going to be in one of them, but, you know, we watch them. Uh, that's how we do it, man. You know, like, uh, like I said, I'd rather fight Brazil, man, because that was just, uh, you know, I got a little emotional in my head for, for a split second, you know, it was badass, you know, and then people were, you know, just, you know, just trying to mentally keep them out, but uh, it, it was, uh, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. January 28th, 2017. UFC on Fox 23. Shevchenko versus Pena. Denver, Colorado. Ngannou has matched up against his biggest name opponent to date, Andre Arlovsky. Since when I I start, I start MMA, that is when I start to watch the talking about this fighter, this fighter. And then I go to YouTube, I watch the video, I look some people fight, they say, well, Ken Velasquez, they say Dos Santos, Alovsky. And that is when I start to uh, know them, I start looking at them. But at the time, I'm still uh, dream for the boxing car, to have a boxing career. And I I don't think so, so say one day I, I can have the opportunity to fight them. And then after that, when, uh, USA give me opportunity. I say, why not? Now I get to 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 do my best and to be the best. You're supposed to be the best. 
Ngannou wins by devastating first-round knockout. For me, I know you're standing at the back of the room. You hear Dana talking about how impressed he is with you, that he believes you could be a future UFC champion. How do you feel when you hear the boss making those type of comments? He made me happy. He made me confident. Uh, like as um, everyone else, you know, uh, since when I started this sport just um, three years, three years and a half ago, and then all the way when I continue, I, I grow. There are a lot of people behind of me who believe me and who push me, who, who make me trust of me because for the beginning it's not something who interested me. And then today, because of that, that people who push me up, I believe and I trust uh, for this sport. Uh, since when I have my sign on UFC and then and then people continue to support me, to to stay behind of me. And he pushed me up. He made me be strong. May 13th, 2017, UFC 211, Miocic versus Dos Santos 2, Dallas, Texas. The champion Miocic is set to even the score with the challenger, Junior Dos Santos, as the main event in Dallas, Texas at UFC 211. Here's the other thing I have to talk to you about. The last time we spoke, we made a little bit of news. You were unhappy. I never heard you like this before, right? You said you are coming. Uh, you make me feel like I'm like this hormonal. No, but right you. Now. You tell me there's like, a lot of emotion. Wait one minute here. Like, you hear you're the most obnoxious person of all time. That you're mad about this. I'm like, what, what do you want me to do? Listen, you're somewhat stoic. So anytime you give us an inch, yeah. it's a big deal. You take it like 30 miles. Well, it's a big deal. You're the heavy. You're the baddest man on the planet, right? Yeah. You were unhappy. You said that they they mistook your kind. How, how do you feel now? How are things? Funny, aren't I? Yeah. All right, we're good. But are you under duress a little bit? Like, do you want to clear up things afterwards? It's all good. We're good. I'm, I'm the next <laughs> Now we're back to one word answer. Miocic wins by first round knockout. I, I, I've worked my ass off to get where I'm at. You know, if it wasn't for my coaches, my wife, my family, my teammates, my friends, just everyone backing me up, my city, having my back, I won't be where I'm at. You know, it's a, it's a Midwest thing. You know, you know how it is. You, uh, everyone has been talking all night about, you know, your second title defense. Third is the record. Uh, I know, you know, the heavyweight division has been so tough to maintain this title. But does that matter to you? I mean, does making history matter to you? Is that something that's important? Can you, you know, is that some your place in history? Is that important to you? No, I really don't care. I mean, if I keep winning, I'll break history. Big deal. I'm just going to keep winning. I like winning. It's fun. I like being called champ, especially. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. December 2nd, 2017, UFC 218, Holloway versus Aldo 2, Detroit, Michigan. Francis Ngannou is matched up against Alistair Overeem in his first pay-per-view co-main event. I think UFC won the best to win because uh, if everyone uh, win the fight, 
I mean, they will not take the victory for someone because they don't want it to win. Mm. You know, everyone who deserve it will win. Uh, uh, why why uh, they put us together? Because that uh, everyone can win. You know, uh, we both have we both have a chance to to win the fight. And then when you win the fight, you win the fight. Ngannou wins by knockout. Uh, you're the fourth fighter in UFC history to win your first six fights by a stoppage. Uh, Stipe has won his past five fights by knockout. How do you see a fight between you guys actually going? The fight between me and Stipe, the same way as uh, the other one, knockout. I'm, I don't have no no um, prediction than knockout. That's my my skills. That's something that we're working hard for uh, for it. January 20th, 2018, UFC 220, Miocic versus Nganu, Boston, Massachusetts. Miocic is set to defend his title against Francis Nganu as the main event in Boston. You were on my show a couple weeks ago, and that comment about you saying that you felt like the UFC wanted you to lose, that thing has taken a life of its own. It exploded. I guess so. I mean, listen, I don't worry about winning. It's all I care about. You stand by it, though. Yeah. Dana White was on a local radio station yesterday and someone asked him about it and he's like, look, that's crazy. Stipe's a great guy. He's a fireman. But he did say we've butted heads business-wise over the last couple of years. Well, it's business. Uh, yeah. What do you want? You can't be friendly about it. I mean, what butt heads? What is, he ta- what is he talking about? We weren't butting heads. I, I, well, we thought that was butting heads and I, I don't know what it is then. I, I felt it was negotiations. Like, we, they're not supposed to be like great, like best friends. Like, oh my right. God, hey, good times. Hey, awesome. <laughs> No, I don't know what he's talking about. We're heads, whatever. Okay, sure, we're buttheads. When you first started your career, did you say you wanted to break the record of most title defenses? Was this something that you dreamed about? Uh, I had no idea what it was about. I really had no idea. What it was about. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. What do you mean? I don't remember if there's a record. I don't know if I ever said it or not. Okay. I don't so remember. This is just something you stumbled upon. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, cool. Does this make you the greatest heavyweight of all time if you if you break it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't really care. Why can't you just say yes? No, because it's not my it's not my It is for you to say. It's not Muhammad Ali used to say I'm the greatest. Well, because he was. Good yeah. for him. Like, and so are you if you break this record. Listen, I'm just a typical boy, when best boy likes to fight, man. I heard that when you punch people, it's the equivalent of a four Taurus driving 60 miles. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a Yugo. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, right. it's, it's it's it stopped. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know how much you pay attention to the news because you're focused on the fight. But did you hear these comments from the president about about these controversial comments last week? And if so, were you bothered by them at all? I think everyone uh, heard about it. Basically, in my situation, everyone concerned who concerned about uh, immigration and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Are you are you bothered by it? Are you offended? Uh, yes, I was, I am, and I will be an immigrant. Uh, this year, next year, 10 years after, I will still be an immigrant. So I know that particular situation. I know why those people leave their country. They are not leave their country because they want to leave their country. They are not leave their country because they love they love other country than their country. Uh, they leave their country because they don't have choice. Because they are looking for for opportunity. They are looking for chance. I think if thing was easy for me, I would stay in Cameroon. I like to be close to my family. But one day, uh, I didn't have. I f- I felt like I don't have choice. So. I leave everything, leave my family, my friends, and everything, my uh, 26 years uh, life behind me, close the door and take the road, go somewhere that I, and I don't know what, how it looks like, you know? So it was very tough. And that was something that, that is something that I didn't do it by choice. After a wild first round, Miocic dominates Nganu with his wrestling and superior cardio and cruises to a unanimous decision. This guy's a phenom. He's one in a million, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? He lost. He lost to a Midwest boy that's 40 pounds lighter than him. And I'm the greatest heavyweight. I've defended it three times. No one's ever done that. Right. You truly believe that you're the greatest of all time? Fuck yeah, I do. No one's ever defended it three times. I've done it. In, I've, I've, I had the role, a killer's role of fighters to get to it. I had a hard path to get to the title. And I had a hard path to defend the title. I had top dudes, you know? I had to fight Olaski, and I had to fight Verdum in Brazil on 45,000 people. I mean, crazy. Next guy, Overeem, killer, K1 champ. 
hits like a ton of bricks. Next guy, JDS, where I lost you. Now I got, I got a guy that's a phenom. Next, I mean, I mean, nothing's ever easy. I know it's funny and easy, but I never had an easy road. Everything was hard. Just want to go back to your uh, previous answer about taking the belt and giving it to your coach. You said that guy respects me. So I'll ask you flat out, do you feel like Dana White doesn't respect you? I don't know. I don't really care. Where's my coach at? Those dudes right there, my family. They all respect me. I respect them. They come with me. We go to war. No matter what happens, win, lose, or draw, that's my family. We all respect each other, no matter what the situation is. I, I don't really care. I, honestly, I got so much on the plate right now. I'm so happy. You know, my beautiful wife has, 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 her, has her child. I'm very lucky. You know, I got my coaches here. They're amazing. I, listen, man, I'm not worried about repairing anything. I don't know. Like, apparently, I called him out when he told me. He said he was talking about we were butting heads. I called him out on that. That's pretty funny. He's like, what are you talking about? I don't know. How'd that go? No, he denied it. The problem is I underestimate my opponent and I go too hard for the first round and I it was tough than I thought, you know. So he he resists and he he puts down in a best game plan than me. Do you feel like you will get a chance to see him again down the road? Yes, obviously. And um, you know I've been for this sport only four years. And uh, I know that I'll keep learning and improving. And um, what happened tonight um, was my, um, I think was the last step for me to learn about this sport because it's the only thing that I never faced in this sport. You know, five round fight, um, learn know how to deal with it. This was the first time and uh, I did a mistake, and that that sh would not happen again. It's amazing. It seems almost without fail every time a fight is 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 labeled as there's no chance this is going the distance. It goes the distance. I enjoyed the first round immensely. My heart was beating incredibly fast. It felt like it was gonna you know come out of my throat. I thought the first round was so good that it made up for the other four rounds. I feel like if I would have paid. To that and I didn't obviously but if I did I feel like I would have gotten my money's worth just because it was so damn entertaining for five minutes yeah no that's fair um, and I also think what you saw from that first round is enough to um, make you think that if Francis takes all the right lessons out of this fight then um, you know his story could end up being that he's heavyweight champion someday got his first title shot a little bit too early um, but that first round showed you know why we were so excited about this fight and maybe that's you know maybe that kind of portends the future or something that might happen to him sure. somewhere down the road yeah unless we forget many moons ago Stipe Miocic lost to a guy named Stefan Struve right so you can lose and bounce back and go on to have an incredible historic career. So you talked about those lessons. He talked about some lessons. What are the lessons for Francis Ngannou tonight? Um, you know, he 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 very eloquently um, said everything very honestly and open about what he did wrong in this fight. He said that he just exerted too much energy in the first two rounds. Um, you know, maybe where he had put together a streak of of uh, quick finishes, he just kind of you know that, that went a little natural to him. But um, so pacing, um, what you. You have to do you know the the type of conditioning you need to do for a five-round fight um and obviously the dude needs to work on his wrestling game a little bit you know i mean this is let's not forget that um this guy's only been doing this for four years when he when he moved to paris he's looking to become a professional boxer um so you know if he gets serious about his wrestling game um it, if he if he doesn't come out flying every time, uh, you know, going headhunting early on, then, you know, I, I think uh, again we don't write this guy off just yet. Yeah, and you know he can he can throw a damn good punch. He could also take a pretty damn good punch as well. I'd be shocked if we don't see him in a title fight sometime in the near future. He seems very eager to get back on the horse. July seventh, twenty eighteen, UFC two twenty six, Miocic versus Cormier, Las Vegas, Nevada. Daniel Cormier will be moving back to heavyweight to challenge Stipe Miocic for his title as the main event for UFC 226 at the T-Mobile Arena. The heavyweights won't move like us. They can't go as hard as me. I haven't lost 
expiration date is coming up in this sport why in the world if things go well would you go back down to 205 like what is there for you to do i'm just i'm honestly like really selfish and i don't want to give up one of the belts so it's like gonna be a fight between dane and i but i mean we'll see what happens i mean either i fight at 205 or i mean i've already got a challenge in the back Derek lewis told me that he was gonna knock me out right before we walked out of here so i mean Derek Lewis may knock out Francis and then knock me out afterwards. I don't know. I know they got guys that are lined up to fight me. They've been, he's been sizing me up since I got back there and called me small. He's like, well, you're a lot smaller than everybody up here. That's rude, Derek. He said it. Like, wow, you're a lot smaller than everybody else. What? That's crazy. Derek, what's your issue with Daniel? I want to know too. He disrespect that Popeye's chicken on a commercial for years ago. <laughs> Daniel Cormier defeats Stipe Miocic by knockout, four minutes and 33 seconds into round one. I think I was winning the fight. You know, I, I took him down one time for a little bit. You know, I was home against the cage. You know, he made some good shots, and I was able to get some good shots. You know, I was going back and forth, but I thought I was backing him up a lot more. And then, uh, you know, caught with the right hand, whatever it was, elbow, I think it was, I don't know something. I, he's caught right hand, whatever it was. Good shot. What are you gonna do? It's part of the game. Heavyweights. Like I say all the time. This tonight, right? For everyone that said you're a fake champion, you're not a real champion. Can't question this one, right? You may question that light heavyweight title. You can question it to the grave. But I have something completely separate from him. And I'm very grateful for it because everything was tied to that guy. No matter how much I beat everybody up, it was always, well, you lost to Jones. Now in this heavyweight division, a division that I never got to compete in and complete my journey in, I went and I completed it and became the champ. So I'm a champion. Now I am one of the greatest fighters of all time. And you're right. I, I love DJ and I love GSP. And it's going to be one of the three of us. Earlier on the card, Ngannou returned to face top-ranked Texan brawler Derek Lewis. You, Francis. I mean, there you are now. You're, you're sitting right next to Stipe again, and uh, you know things worked out that way. I want to ask if you're excited to kind of have this shot again. If you think you know maybe an impressive performance against Derek would give you a chance to, to maybe go against this guy again. Yes, I mean I'm really excited to get back in the octagon. You know. Um, I lost my last fight against Stipe, and then it was a great performance uh, for Stipe, but I, I learned a lot about that fight. I'm pretty sure that it, uh, um, the rematch will be different. I'll do better than I did the last time, and I will do great. Ngannou drops his second straight decision loss. Thoughts on Francis Ngannou? I mean, he had so much momentum behind him going into the Stipe fight, uh, shows the flaws in his game a little bit, then comes back and has this fight where he throws, you know, 17 strikes the entire fight, something like that. Where do you feel a guy like that goes from here? Horrible. You know, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, he, he, he had a, a, a pretty quick rise here, and obviously the fight over Alistar Overeem, uh, you know, catapulted him, you know, Everybody was talking about him. I thought he was going to be the next guy. I think his ego ran away with him, big time. I can tell you that his ego absolutely did run away with him. And the minute that happens to you in the fight game, you see what happens, start to fall apart. I had some personal encounters with him, as did other people in, in the organization. And this guy's ego just was so out of control. It's like before the Stipe fight, he took off and went to France didn't even really train for that fight. And you see the results. Well, then he comes back and he did train, but I just, e ego is what hurt Francis Ngannou. November 24th, 2018, UFC Fight Night 141, Blades versus Ngannou 2, Beijing, China. Now riding a two fight losing streak, 
Francis Ngannou returns to the cage to face Curtis Blades in a rematch. Ngannou gets back to his winning ways by knocking out Blades only 45 seconds into round one. February 17th, 2019, UFC on ESPN 1, Ngannou versus Velasquez, Phoenix, Arizona. The Predator is booked in another main event. Ngannou will face former heavyweight champion Cain Velasquez. I mean, you just had your first face-off with Cain Velasquez, I think, so far in the lead-up to this fight. It was very friendly. Uh, I was surprised by that. What, what, what did you see when you were looking in his eyes? No, um, you know, this fight is not like uh, we are no enemy. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm his fan kind of like his fan, you know? So uh, I love what he has done for the sport. I love uh, how he made his career. Uh, also, that I think that might be why I want to fight. I wanted to fight him, fight him since a long time ago, you know, just to say that, okay, a guy like this, if you get a fight against him, uh, that means you are in, your, in the top. And then also if you win, to mean a lot, you know. If you want to be a great fighter, you have to face the, the great, the great one. Maybe be the greatest one later. Francis knocks out Kane in under 30 seconds. This would be Velasquez's final MMA fight. I feel happy, very happy. You know, I don't know why. For some, for some reason, I I was happy the whole week. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I feel it. I just came here to have fun and then uh, to enjoy my fight. You know, I'm now I'm really happy uh, how he ends up with uh, the victory. So I'm just going to look forward for what it next, which is title shot. <laughs> when you project, you, know, you say you want to get a title shot and you look up, uh, Obviously, you had trouble with Stipe's wrestling, and you know Daniel's a wrestler as well. How do you know that you'll be able to change the outcome? Like, how will you change the outcome if you go up against Daniel or, or, uh, or Stipe again? Just as a reminder, uh, a reminder, Ken was wrestler, Curtis right. Blaze was wrestler. There were there were uh, were a lot of wrestler on my uh, shadow, on on my uh, record, you know. So uh, I deal with that. And then he tried. They, they always tried. You are wrestling, you know. And did you did you feel like um, confident going in, knowing his takedowns and everything? Did you feel like, hey, if, if in fact he did shoot, you would be able to stuff that takedown and keep the fight on the feet? Yes. Uh, you know, like my wrestling is not as good as his own, and then I'm not expected to have a wrestling. Or like uh, this guy that have uh, wrestled for his entire life, but uh, also I'm now getting conf more confidence uh, because um, you know I know that if we go to the ground, I'm gonna make it. You know I have no doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm improving my ground game very well, and uh, you're gonna have a chance to see it. June 26, 2019. UFC on ESPN3, Nganu versus Dos Santos, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Nganu is booked in his third straight fight night main event, this time against another former champion, Junior Dos Santos. The Predator knocks out JDS one minute and 11 seconds into the opening round. August 17th, 2019, UFC 241, Cormier versus Miocic 2. Anaheim, California. Daniel Cormier will attempt to defend his heavyweight title in a rematch against the person he took it from, Stipe Miocic. Mr. Cormier, they say that no two fights are the same. Obviously, you're looking for the same result second time around. How's this one going to be different when you face Stipe second time around? Uh, you know, when I was uh, getting ready to fight with Lesnar and uh, Stipe was just kind of like putting up those random pictures of him punching me. I just was like, well, you know, obviously I got the last punch or like five or six, but uh, I, uh, I understand that he's gonna be better, but I just, when, when I think about the fight and the little bit of time that we fought before, it's just, 
I just don't think he's good enough to beat me. I mean, I just don't. You know, I, I think he's a good champion. I think he's a good fighter. I just don't think he's good enough to beat me. And um, whether it's 25 minutes or two rounds, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna win the fight. Question for Stipe, obviously after that. Um, could we get a response to that? And also, what are you gonna do differently to make sure that history doesn't repeat itself? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you just said it right there. I'm not good enough. Good fighter, but not to his level. Uh, we'll definitely see uh, August 17th. Trust me, uh, lots changed. Got my mind right. Where, uh, you know, I'm walking. I'm walking out with the belt wrapped around my waist. No question. I think Stipe may. I. 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 You know, in the build-up to this fight, you know, there are a lot of things that uh, have been said, and I feel he was fighting well. I do. You know, he took me down. He hit me with some good shots. Um, but when you when you listen to him talk, it's almost like I just landed a, a lucky punch. Like I wasn't very competitive. I think if that's the mindset that he's trained with, I think it's a massive mistake. I was very honest with myself that he hit me. I mean, one time he hit me with two right hands back to back and I didn't go down. That right hand landed on a lot of heavyweights and they went to sleep. That's why I was so worried. I was like, man, if this dude lands his right hand, I'm going to bed. But then he hit me with it. And one time he hit me and I wasn't even looking at it. And it just landed clean on the button. And I was like, oh, still here? Yeah, <laughs> I go, still in Vegas? Where am I? But uh, he uh, he landed. But I think I felt he feels that he was giving his best. And if that was his best, it's not enough. Stipe Miocic defeats Daniel Cormier by TKO late in the fourth round. Miocic evens the series and regains his UFC heavyweight championship belt. I felt like I was doing pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, I felt like I was doing pretty good, but then he uh, he landed he landed that shot before in the fourth round. He landed some good body punches, and he landed that right hand that I didn't see, and he got the finish. He did a great job. What do you think made that approach so effective? Like, were you tiring at that point? And maybe that's why the body work works so well in the fourth as opposed to maybe earlier in the fight? I kind of, I mean, I kind of took the pressure off a little bit. I don't know if, I don't know why. Like maybe try to take a, maybe try to like rest and recover for the fifth round because he wasn't going anywhere. I don't know what the reasoning behind it was, um, but obviously it was a mistake. It's not about like the shots that you take, you know, it's, it's it's the one that you just don't see coming. And that was a great combination by Stipe off of that body shot. He threw that one, two right behind it. And uh, I didn't, I didn't see it. You know, a lot of times I see punches and kind of roll with them. So I don't take the full brunt of the punch, but on that one, uh, he landed, he landed perfect. You had success in the first round with wrestling. Yeah. Night slam and you were in top control. Do you think about going back to that? Was that part of the strategy or you didn't really go back to it? That was the strategy. You know, my, that's probably the biggest letdown is how I let my coaches down. They were begging me to wrestle. Um, and that's probably the most disappointing thing is that I didn't do <clears throat> what I was trained to do. Uh, and I feel like I let my coaches down, <clears throat> let them down. Was there any reason why you didn't go back to it just in the moment? You know, I think you when you start finding success and landing things, you just kind of fall in love with it. You know, I I, I feel it feels like the Gustafson fight all over again when I wrestled a lot in the first round and then for the last four rounds, I just didn't. And they were begging me to do it then. But tonight I actually paid the ultimate price for not listening to my coaches. You look pretty good about doing that. You went to the body shots. Uh, did the corner tell you that or was that something instinctively that you saw? I mean, it's something I saw. I actually talked to my coach earlier in the week about it. I was like, man, I was like, I remember always lifting his arms up when he throws punches or box punches. And I was like, you know what? I mean, no one really tests his body. I'm going to start going. And I remember when Anderson Silva fight at UFC 200, he caught with a body shot to the kick. I'm like, you know what? It's a little weaker than I thought, you know? So uh, and I hit him with a couple of them and I saw him wince. All week, you seem to be making googly eyes at your daughter. We uh, saw you at the weigh-in. We saw you beautiful. at the Beautiful, you? How much was she in your mind as you were in the uh, cage? She's always in my mind. It's my homie, my sidekick. You know, no matter what happens in this fight game, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna fight. Win, lose, or draw. I'm swinging, I'm going out there, but as long as I know I'm going home with my daughter, that's all I care about. 
Um, you had, I think, the second largest statistical comeback in a championship fight in terms of being like outlanded and then yeah. finishing the fight. What's going through your mind, you know, when maybe you're, you're getting hit a lot, he hit you with a lot of big shots. What was yeah. going through your mind at those points? Not fighting like a bitch. I, mean, I was fighting like a bitch. I mean, it really was. And, uh, you know, I, I take nothing from DC, man. Dude's tough. You know, he's, he's, he's about the best world. He's be the best in the world. And, uh, you know, I just finally, you know, I just, it took me a little time to get like my, my, my mojo. And I just, I, I just couldn't feel it. I just couldn't feel it. And uh, my one coach told me, man, when he walks in that fourth round, I knew it was going to be over. He's like, I just see your face, the way you're swagger, your hips are moving. He's going to do it. It was going to be good. You said you don't want to think about what's next, but I know DC tried to kind of stick it to you a little bit about waiting out for the rematch and all that kind of stuff. If he does choose to continue fighting, is there any part of you that kind of wants to stick it back to him a little bit? Yeah, I mean, whatever, man. I'm down for whatever. But like, right now, I just want to rest. I want to heal up. I'm going to be 37 on Monday. I feel like I'm 98 right now. And uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. There's, I, so like, there's a lot of reasons why I wanted this fight. Honestly, I think about it more and more. There's a lot of reasons. Not just about me, but it was a lot about me. But like, I just knew it was a better player. But then like, I wanted to show my daughter that, you know, there's, there's times get tough, you know, some things will happen. You just gotta get back up and just you know, dust yourself off. And then also, but you guys at the station's kids, they, when I lost, they cried. They all cried and that really bothered me. You know what I mean? It just, it just, it just irked me. Not in a bad way, it just, I just, you know, I'm like, listen, you know, and then, and I wanted to show them that like, listen, sometimes, you know, like, oh, just my daughter, sometimes it doesn't happen, but you just gotta, you know, and there's a lot of reasons why I just, I wanted this player. Just, you know, more for me too, but I think it was a better player, but. And for my daughter to show her that, like, you know, things get tough, you know, you know, adversity, it's okay. You know, you just gotta push through. But uh, also with my bunch of guys at the fire station, kids were crying and went after that loss. You know, I'm like, oh, it happens, you know, it's life. And I was like, it's okay. It's going to show them that, listen, you're fine. Get back, get back. When did it, the legacy become important to you? I think it's why my daughter, you know, I just show her that, like, you know, like, listen, your dad, your dad's a tough dude, you know. When I was there, you know, you got beat up a couple of times, you beat a couple of guys up, you know, and just, uh, he did well at it. He was good at what he did. And that's why I'm sure that no matter what you do in life, you work hard, you know, you build your legacy no matter what it is. May 9th, 2020. UFC 249. Ferguson versus Gaethje, Jacksonville, Florida. Nganu returns to the cage to face undefeated striker Jarzinho Rosenstruck. The testing process that you went through with coronavirus testing uh, ahead of the fight when you arrived yesterday, what was that like for you? Um, the thing in the nose is yeah. not appreciated. Like, that was the second time that I did it, uh, and it wasn't uh, good at all. It's, it's too weird. I think I'd rather take a punch than take that shit. Nganu knocks out Biggie Boy in 20 seconds. That is four straight knockout victories over top 10 heavyweights in under four minutes of in-cage action for the Predator. Uh, honestly, I don't know what is up next. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to let my manager talk with uh, the UFC and see how it goes and see what they say. Um, it's very confusing because um, right now, yes, we know that uh, Stipe going to fight DC, but w the question is when? This is May. Uh, beginning of May and we don't know when and I have to wait that fight and expect that the winner doesn't get uh, injured or get hurt um, then he'll go take some rest go uh, maybe vacation and then come back maybe after two three months and then go to training camp I'll end up uh, with maybe uh, another nine nine months or one year again, like uh, this time, which is something that um, I didn't like at all. I don't, I don't want to be in that uh, space again. August 15th, 2020, UFC 252, Miocic versus Cormier 3, Las Vegas, Nevada. DC will attempt to take back the UFC heavyweight championship from the man who took it from him almost one year ago to the day, Stipe Miocic. This time, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the trilogy will be held at the UFC Apex in front of essential personnel only. You've been thinking about this guy for almost like three years at this point. <laughs> What's it like to finally know that you're you're nearing the end of that? Thank God we're done with this, you know? I mean, it's been, it's been great and been fun, a lot going on, you know, rubber, rubber match, everyone wants a trilogy. 
know, but when it's all said and done, it's going to be over. Listen, we're both competitors and we don't want to lose. I mean, I like winning. You know, I like, like I said, I train my butt off to be where I'm at and I'm not giving it up. You know, I, I work too hard to give it up. You know, I, I put a lot of time and effort, not just me with my coaches, you know, they, they, they get away from their families, you know, their families let them go away with me to these camps or go train somewhere. And then, uh, you know, I, it's just, you know, it's, it's not just me, it's all of us. In a fight marred by eye pokes, Miocic defeats Cormier by decision and retains his title. Um, could have did better, you know, I, there's a lot of things I didn't, didn't do great, but I mean, listen, that's when you had two, two, two guys that fought each other three times, it's gonna happen, you know, nothing's gonna go perfect. Uh, just happy I didn't start slow, you know, I was happy when I got taken down, I, I got right back up and, you know, fought the takedown and it was all good, man. Um, obviously, uh, his, his eyesight's a little bit impaired. I'm curious, I mean, obviously you've been through that as well, so knowing that, I mean, it, you feel bad that that happened? Yeah. Is it just part of the fight game? What's your feelings on that? Well, I felt bad. It wasn't, it wasn't trying to be intentional. I even told him like 45 times. I said, I'm sorry during the fight. Even during the fight, I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? But you can do it. He did it to me multiple times, you know, whatever. He said it wasn't it wasn't on purpose. And it, like, mine wasn't on purpose. I wasn't trying to. Like, I, I honestly didn't realize I poked in the eye. I looked up, I saw on the replay. I'm like, oh, I totally poked in the eye. That was my bad. And the eye poke that he gave you in the first round, how did that one vary from the other ones he's given you in the other fights? I mean, it hurt. I, mean, I felt bad I gave him one. I didn't realize I did. Honestly, I was not trying to. Uh, until I looked up and saw it replaying between rounds, I felt bad about it. Uh, it was not intentional. Um, but yeah, it, it hurt, but I was good. I just needed some time. It was just burned for a little bit, and I was good. Congrats. March 27th, 2021. UFC 260. Miocic versus Nganu 2. Las Vegas, Nevada. Stipe Miocic will attempt to defend his title against the man he defeated back in January 2018, Francis the Predator Nganu, as the main event in front of limited media and personnel at the UFC Apex. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.